about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the hair on the back. Welcome, everybody, to episode Triple Sticks 111. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Make a wish, bitch. It's one, 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 right? I mean, that's I what all the cool kids today. do. We're, we're celebrating, celebrating today. It's the last game at home. That's it. it, it this long, weird season is over. So, uh, yes. well, I mean, I guess technically we still have one game, and we have big news about that game, right? Also, but I guess we'll touch on today's game before we get into that. Uh, game is in the books. Didn't mean anything to us. You said you wanted to see Tata show some stuff. What did you think about today's game? I thought the players played well. Okay. And uh, and Tata still, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess he did okay, right? I mean, what what exactly did he do? I think the players showed out more than we'd seen in, in the last couple games. You don't uh... think so? Like you don't think you don't you don't see that they showed a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just like you know armchair quarterbacking here. But like it seemed like they were like gunning for like pushing, pushing, just putting a lot of intensity behind their play and and putting a lot of pressure on the players. Well, I, I did think, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, uh, and especially Gregory, right? Gregory fi- played two games at the beginning of the season, got injured the third game in NY- in New York and NY- against NYCFC. And yeah. today you could tell he's been itching to play for the last what oh, has it been, six, God. seven months. He was running like a gazelle out there. He was all over the place. You could tell how, how happy he was to be out there. It sucks that he had to wait till right before the season ended. But him definitely, you could tell he was happy to be out there. And, I mean, Gregory doing Gregory things already got a yellow card. Like, I mean, it's status quo with this guy. Man, but I know? love that. I love that. That's what I love about him. Yes. He let, uh, They were talking about how he led. And I knew this already. He, he led the league in fouls. Yes. He led the league in yellow cards last year. And something that they didn't mention, he led the league in interceptions per minute, right? Per per game. So yes. per game, he had more interceptions than anybody else last season also. So he is the number six that we want. He is the number six that we need. And he is our number six for the next ooh, three years, was it? With yes. the contract? And so, on top, I mean, one thing I got to mention, which I wrote in my notes I'm super happy that the announcers actually went over the fact that, hey, before Messi, uh, before Messi, Gregory Amota went down. And that's kind of like why we're, why we're in the shitter, because some of our main pieces went down. And it's good to inform all the new viewers like, hey, there was other players other than, Me- of course, I'm not saying Messi sucks or anything. I love Messi, 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 Messi. But. There were other players that existed in pink jerseys before that guy with the number 10 that we have now. And you know what's funny? I, I was getting on Twitter throughout the game, and I randomly noticed that there were um, a lot of people, because we, we built uh, you know a few relationships with some people and uh, other teams, right? Because we've had them on the yeah. show and stuff. A lot of people tweeting about this game, and then I realized that I forgot. This is the only game on right now. And I was like, yes. why are these Red Bull fans? Like, I mean, I guess also it has playoff implications here and there for some people. But 
I was yeah. like, this is really weird because they would they would be talking about like, hey, that was a penalty. That wasn't a penalty. I was like, why the hell are they talking about the Inter Miami game? So that was <laughs> yeah. really cool. Also, a lot of people watching this that usually wouldn't watch Inter Miami play, and, yeah. uh, and they were definitely busting their ass today. Yeah, I mean, it was good to see. I mean, like I told you, you know, even though we're not playing for anything, it was exciting to watch them play. I mean, look, on a random Wednesday game, we got two goals against, two goals for, walked away, you know, with a tie, and, uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. So today, let's talk about the game, and then obviously Saturday with Messi announcing that he's going to play on Saturday. Oh, God. But, but before we talk about today's game, do you want to talk about the whole people – uh, making a big deal because people aren't going to the stadium today and all that other stuff. Do you, do you want to chime in on that or do we go straight into the game? Uh, I mean, sure. Do you have any thoughts on uh I on didn't that? go to the game. Usually we would be getting on an hour after the game because yes. we'd have to drive an hour south. And going to yeah. the game on a weekday during rush hour usually takes me about an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. Now, I usually do it. It's not a problem. I, I enjoy doing it. But – when it's a Wednesday, last game of the season, and the game means absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm not doing that hour and a half on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock. And again, I don't know why they pushed it back to 8 o'clock. Uh, I'm not doing that just because. Just like People forget it's gas, it's time, parking, parking. isn't free. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm not doing that today. If today would have at all mattered, and we would have had even the slightest chance, right? Like, there has to be like 37 different scenarios that go right. For us to make the playoffs, yeah. but there's still a, 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 a 0.01 chance, I, I'm going. But that's it. The season's over. So I'm not making that long-ass drive for something that doesn't matter. So well, that's, and, that's how I felt about it. And, oh, yeah, Mr. Krabs is chiming in. He don't, you know, don't blame you for not going on a weekday for a nothing game. I mean, look, I, I you know, for, for certain reasons, I didn't go to the game. I just, I wasn't going to be able to make it. But typically on a Wednesday game, you know, there are a lot of people that don't make it, especially people that live far. So it's understandable for people to not always make the Wednesday games. Yeah. Um, and not only that, gone. and not only that, but there's there's no there's nothing that really matters in terms of like implications or 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 us advancing into the playoff you know table or whatnot. So right. if you don't go on a random Wednesday where a game doesn't count. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame you too much. I mean, I get it. It's good to go to the games, but you know, if you don't go, it is what it is. I mean, well, our, our guy Solana brought it up on Twitter, yeah, and he said yeah. that he he was wondering why people that were complaining about the ticket prices would yeah. now have tickets to go to this game and then not show up. I think it's different. It's yeah, not it's even different. about the price if you really think about it, because it's. It's 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 all the other things. It's the commute. It's the traffic. It's the gas. I mean, Sean Callahan's mentioning here. It's a forty-five drive, forty-five minute drive both ways. It's terrible. Uh, for, Sean, for me, it's, it's about more than forty-five. It's it's about an hour, and that's only because I drive minimum ninety miles per hour. Yeah, on you're the, a maniac on the when you drive. Yeah. So uh, I make it quicker, but standardly, it would be like an hour, hour and fifteen minutes from Homestead all the way to damn dry pink stadium and like West Palm beach. So let's not, let's not like it. do all that guys. Like, I mean, if you don't go on a Wednesday game, I get it. Eight o'clock. I mean, look at, look at what time it is now. It's 10 25. We started the show eight minutes ago, five minutes after the game. You're talking about, we would have been leaving like at 10, 10. No, we I mean, wouldn't we, have started we, this at 1130. 
Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to get on until 11.30, and then all of a sudden we're finishing up at 12.30. Like, it's insane. So yeah, if you didn't go to the game, I don't blame you. It would have been fun. But, you know, it's it's we're still celebrating, baby. And I, I do understand why some people are like, man, but I bet you if Messi was playing, then more people would have gone, for sure. And I, I don't know if anybody that follows us on Twitter knows that I gave away tickets for today's game. If Messi was playing, I'm not giving those tickets away. I'm selling them to those messiahs. I'm selling them to all those Messi fans that want to do absolutely anything to, to smell his farts. Like, I will 100% yeah. sell those tickets. But because yeah. they weren't going to the game, then I'll give it away to any loyal Inter-Miami fan that just wants to go ahead and just watch Inter-Miami. So, uh, But th- that's why I, we were giving away our tickets instead of selling them. But we're not idiots. I'm selling them if I can sell them if I can't go. You know, one of the regrets that I have of not going is because I had a feeling that Gregory was going to start. And I wanted to be there to be able to feel him get announced. Yeah. Uh, because, like, he's he's our guy, you know? He's like our bulldog, right? He's our captain. Yeah, he's our real captain. So it's like, to miss that, uh, I kind of felt sour. But, uh, look, we're going to get a lot of Gregory next year. We're going to get a full squad next year, you know? So I'm, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to Saturday, but of course, I'm looking forward to next year like everybody else that wears pink. Well, let's go ahead and get into the game. I'm going to throw up the starting 11 here. And tell me, what were your thoughts on the starting 11? So when I looked at the starting 11, and for those of you that are listening, obviously, we have Calendar playing goalie. We got uh, Noah Allen on the left back, Yedlin on the right back, and then you got Miller and Avi Les filling in the back, uh, center back. So you have Gomez over on the, I guess, the left wing or whatnot. Uh, or not even no like a midfield Busquets kind of dropped yeah Busquets dropped a little back Gregory playing like a right mid Stefanelli playing like a right wing Farias playing left wing and then Campana up at the top I was super happy to see Stefanelli start and Gregory of course I mean we already mentioned that but Stefanelli I think that he with the incline that he had right before his injury I was really sad to see him go down and now that he's starting to get more minutes, obviously, because of lack of certain players, uh, it's ha- I was happy to see him. So that's one thing that I was I was really, really happy about. I mean, what are we doing with Jordi Alba on the bench? Come on. What are we doing? Um, like, is it that big of a difference to bring Jordi Alba? I mean, I have my thoughts on that later as we cover the com- game. But He's coming back from injury, though. I guess. Like, like, like Messi, when Messi's first game came back from injury last week against... What was it? Against... against um... Who was it that we played when he came back? Was it Cincinnati? No, it wasn't Cincinnati. I, I'm not sure who it was. I'm blanking I'm right sure. now. Oh, I'm blanking. But whoever it was that that we played against right before he um when he first came back, you know he um no I I I'm, I'm not stung. yeah for for those of you asking uh what is Danny responding to Augustine is asking are you tired Danny maybe you're stoned no <laughs> he's not stoned he's not tired yeah no um. Jordi Alba came back half second half just like Messi did last week after an injury. They got to take these guys, you know, a little more carefully. Like, for example, uh, I saw in the comments uh, that somebody left us last week or last episode that they said that they don't know why I said that thirty year olds get a little more injured than younger players. I don't understand how that doesn't make any sense. Once you're in your mid thirties, like father time is undefeated. So it, your body it, is very normal. different. I think that's like scientifically accurate. Yeah, like, like your body is very different when you're 30 than versus when you're 20. Like you just you just gotta treat y- yourself differently. So you just take a little longer to come back. You just jump in the second half instead of starting a full game when you come back from injury. Especially if it's a point uh, a game that doesn't really mean anything. 
yeah, I mean, I guess it is what it is. You got that loud pack on you, no. according to Jay Stubbs. No. Well, we were supposed to be smoking on that Charlotte pack, but we're not really smoking on no Charlotte pack today, guys. So, and yeah, and yeah. you're and you're right, Mr. Krabs. Unless you're Tom Brady, Father Time is undefeated. Look, I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious. Like, we've got a couple Captain Obvious comments so far today, and that is a Captain Obvious comment, like number three that you just stated, Danny. Obviously, Father Time is undefeated. Obviously, thirty is different than twenty. So get over it. That's basically it. Yes. So first half, right? What did you think about the first half? Because the first half, it was pretty entertaining for me. Uh, the first thing that stood out was Aviles is a dog. He's bodying dudes yeah, on the same play. I think he really did like a super double tackle, like got really good position to win the ball back. But you hate on Aviles all the time. I do. I do. But you know what? Aviles is starting to, to, to chip away at my corazón. So like... You know, I'm okay with, and, and let me tell you, one thing I noticed in the game, which I guess we'll talk about in the second half as well, Aviles, he can fucking pass. He yeah, man. He can pass. He what, is a fucking passer. What was, the, what was the game that he pushed the ball up? I think it was the Philly game, wasn't it? Where, where they kept kind of doubling Busquets, and Aviles had just pushed it up a little bit, and he had that beautiful yeah. lead pass. So I forgot who, I think no, it was I Joseph. Think that, was- that very first goal was Joseph. Was it? I, I I don't remember if it was him so. or, or if it was uh, Kristoff that that made that pass. Maybe it was Kristoff, but I thought it was Aviles. Regardless, Aviles is is a great great at starting a transition play. I just want to mention this comment real quick because I hate Michael Jordan. Okay. Oh yeah, Mr. Krabs is saying Michael Jordan is undefeated against Father Time too. You're absolutely incorrect, Mr. Krabs, aka Washington Wizards. You're welcome. Okay. You want to talk basketball? You bring up Michael Jordan. Points. You, you, you want to talk about Michael Jordan? You're going to have to meet me somewhere, Mr. Krabs. We're going to have a little bit of problems, all right? Michael Jordan doesn't sit well in this house. Get out of here, Michael Jordan. All right, so the first half, I thought that Inter-Miami played much better than Charlotte. Uh, it surprised me because I thought Charlotte would come out a lot more aggressive. Miami was pressing high, which I wasn't expecting, and that was leading to a lot of turnover by Charlotte. And we had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Your boy, Diego Gomez, it's like he does one good thing, but he follows it up with one boneheaded thing right after. Yeah, and it's like terrible. That, that kid, what a bad pass. I don't want to say he's terrible because he does some good things. It's just he can't he can't like connect two or three good things together. It's like it's like uh, ebbs and flows with him. And, and it's it's frustrating to watch at times. Get out of here, Richard. And it is it is frustrating to watch because he makes such great plays on defense. But, like, when he has the ball, like, he is a, a lost puppy on, on the pitch. He has no idea what to do. Did you see that pass that he tried to drop to Farias? Where it was, yes. it, like, he, he and he had And he had Campana coming down the right side. Like, I was oh like, he has to, I thought to myself, who is he going to leave it off to? Campana on the right or Farias on the left? And he left it off to the defender. Like, it was it was like a three-on-one almost. And he's like, here you go. It was it was, And he had just won the ball. And he was hustling to win that ball. So I wanted to give him credit, but man, he he killed it. Oof, Cleo Lemon. Well, uh, yeah, and, and I just want to mention to everybody that's watching or in the comments or listening on uh, whatever platform you use, Mike V, just in case you're not aware, does not like Diego Gomez. Literally everyone over Diego Gomez. We have Cleo Lemon, Diego Gomez. Uh. 
Chris, you have a question here. They're asking, since you hate Jordan so much, do you rock Jays or LeBrons? Well, if I mean, if you want to get technical, no, I got no, a no. Pair you of... know, I, I'm just gonna answer the question for you. He rocks and Shut ones up. to this day. I, 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 I would, I, yes. And, and ones is what Chris does. And one cutoffs and and one shorts to this day. I have Adidas sandals. Fuck that guy, Jordan. He sucks. <laughs> Fuck him. Go ahead. Keep going with the first half. So overrated. You're, so you're, you're insane, sir. So, so okay. So proceeding on with the first half um there was a play i think it was around like the 14th or 13th minute that i wanted to mention and i think i'm gonna see if i can be able to pull video on this to show it on the next uh on the next episode there was like a beautiful play where there was like seven or eight passes like tiki taka style mm -hmm. and uh and and when i saw that i was like oh this is sexy they're starting to get into their bag and uh yeah anthony is mentioning your dope nets hat that is a super dope nets hat thank you yeah, yeah look at that too. respect respect over to to ragoff wearing the same slippers papa let's go look at this ewing over jordan baby let's go mike all right, all right. <laughs> all right let's let, stay let on track Chris. yeah let's let stay, stay on, on track, track people on audio are mad confused 90s right now. basketball so uh, after that, you start to see uh, Busquets bring out his inner karate kid, gets a yellow card in this 22nd minute, which is like Pozuelo-esque. Uh, I mean, what, he kicked him on the, on the head with the bottom of the cleats. I mean, not uh, really kicked him. He, he, like, ran into his cleat. Like, I get, I get why it's a yellow, but, yeah. Which, well, yeah, go ahead. You were going to mention something? No, I was going to ask you what you thought about the penalty with, uh, with Kamal Miller. Because that, that happened soon thereafter, no? Uh, you're talking about with the handball, right? Yeah, the one that got called back. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, from what I understand in football is that if your arm or whatever extremity is part of your body, then it doesn't count as a handball. And if you see he has his arm sort of tucked in. No, it was extended. Right? No. Yeah. You're talking about the Kamal Miller sliding tackle? Yeah, that he got called on a handball. Yeah, but the handball got called on the tucked arm, not on the arm that he had at the end of his body sliding. I think it got called on the extended arm, but when they watched the replay, they saw that it hit his chest and then barely grazed or he completely missed his arm, and I think that's why they called it back. But I think they called it on the extended arm. If He got lucky that it hit his chest because I think if it hits his arm, it's a penalty. Yeah, I mean, Chad, if you guys are paying attention in terms of with, the, with this penalty, if you guys are paying attention to that play, I thought that it was called on the tucked arm against his chest. That's why Kamal Miller was telling the ref it was against my chest and his arm is a part of the body instead of it being – see, uh, yeah, Jack Card is mentioning in the chat. Uh, also, Michael Neira, uh, it's – oh, wait, it, Rome is mentioning it got called on the extended arm. Yeah, but there's a couple it, people that are mentioning the chest. So, Well, because it got called because the ref thought that it hit the extended arm. Yeah. But when they saw the replay, they saw that it hit the chest. So I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think that it was a handball, and I don't think that it was like him using his arms in order to like, you know, impede the play or like stop the play. But so it, I, but it didn't hit his arm. If it would have hit that arm, even if he doesn't mean it to to block the shot, it still would have been a penalty kick. It's because it hit his chest instead of his arm that it wasn't called. But yeah, the refs yeah. are kind of weird today, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The refs, yeah. And, and T98, Carspare, saying that the refs were weird just like you did. And 
Mr. Krabs saying that the, the, the refs were just bad. And yes, they were brutal. They were brutal. And I feel so bad because later in the game, you know, I think on the first goal, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the first goal that, that was scored against us. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, to me, it, it seemed, it seemed, well, no, it wasn't the counter. It was when the winger faked the fuck out of. Oh, Yedlin. that's right. That's right. The counter was the second one. Yes. Oh my goodness. And he, and he got fake, just enough space to, to cross it. Yeah. He, that fake was so perfect. And then he knew he got Yedlin slipping and sliding. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to cross this bad boy right now. And it was that was a beautiful play. That there's just nothing you could be able to do about that. I, I can't be able to chime it up to defensive collapses or center backs not doing their job. I mean, I, I don't think know what Calendar you should saw, have had it. Yes. Well, he's if I'm not mistaken, uh well, he slipped on the second goal. I don't think he slipped on the first, but yeah, he had an opportunity to block it. Calendar, I have, I've said it all season that I think he's the MVP of this team for the regular season. Yeah, yeah, I thought he had a bad game today. I think I think he could have had both of those. Wasn't his best. Wasn't his I think, best. I, I think Second. he could like because when I when I obviously when I put it at calendar um, standard, right from what he showed us all year, I figured he could have had both of those today. And, and Tony Axe is mentioning in the comment that it's a, it doesn't take much to beat Yedlin these days. I don't know, Tony. I've been seeing that 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 Yedlin is he's been on his skates lately. He's been he's been I guess improving on his speed. Uh, I mean, defensively, I mean, you, you guys got to understand something. And I'm not like a soccer player or anything, but just from like a sporting perspective and playing sports, like when you're playing defense, it's very hard to play defense because you're like really you're, you're at a, a complete disadvantage. You're not the one that's dominating the play. It's the offensive player. So defense, it is one of the hardest positions to play just in sports, period. One and on now one, imagine yeah, now imagine in soccer where you're literally on an island against a player every play. So, you know, I, I got to give him credit. He's not mediocre, Michael, okay? He might be like a little above mediocre, like a six-ish, seven maybe. Is seven too much of an extreme to rank Yedlin? Um, no, I think seven's about right. I, yeah. I would probably go seven, one to ten. I'd go seven, six and a half, seven. Yeah, I definitely yeah. don't think I don't think he's the best in the league, but I don't think he's the worst either. I think people, I think people crap on him a lot worse than he should be uh, criticized. Yeah. So I'd say six and a half, seven. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, after that, we basically had what was it at the end of the at the end of the first half we had. That happened, and then we also had Aviles, which, like I said, he knows how to freaking pass. Well, before we get into that, I'm sorry to cut uh you off. Was that that was after the Campana where he could have won the ball, right? I believe so, yes. He could have won the ball, uh, and he kind of bodied the guy, and then the ball was between him and the keeper, and he felt the guy kind of grab out his shoulders, and then he dove. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that it should have been a red card. I think it shouldn't have been a dive by Campana. I think he could have gone and kept gotten that ball before the keeper and could have converted that into a goal. I think that was soft on his part. I don't, I don't like. I get. I get. You, you feel the contact in the box, and you're. I guess your instinct pulled. is. Your instinct is automatically to drop, but like, 
he's built like a, like a like a like I'm a blanking truck. on yeah yeah like he, he yeah, could have easily can won that ball and got into it. I don't know why he he dove. I don't know that that was. That was frustrating, and then everybody well, kept saying that it was a red card. I, I, I disagree. I think he could have just gotten the ball. Well, I mean, they're saying it's a red card because that foul, which Mike V is mentioning in the in the comments, that he grabbed Campana by the wrist, uh, essentially uh, impeded them from scoring a goal because the goalie was too far uh, uh, from the ball to be the first one at the ball. Yeah, but when he was grabbing him by the wrist, he was still technically either behind right behind or next to the defender like yeah. when i thought the foul happened is when he got in front of the defender and the defender kind of put his hands on his shoulders a bit and then that's when campana's like oh and then he just dove yeah and i, I thought that that was pointless he could have gotten through that like uh, th that's the one thing that i'll always say about soccer that i that i can't stand is the diving the flopping. Man. come on man just just just, just keep playing he could have crushed it he could have yeah, crushed so. it. I think so. But he didn't. And that led to essentially us getting our first goal towards the end of the second half, literally last seconds of the mm -hmm. second half, where, like I said, Aviles made a beautiful cross and Stefanelli gets it in the back end on the far post. Look at that. Look at that's the terminology I'm using, Danny. You should be proud of me. And uh, getting it in the getting it off at the far post, finally. We got our goal. It's 1-1, and we tie it up to go into the locker room and start the second half, which was good because we needed that. We definitely need – I didn't want to walk away with a loss for sure. I mean, it didn't matter, but – No, I know, and I, I just real quick, Rohan, uh, I'll double down on that. I still think they're trash. <laughs> no, Charlotte is shit. They're, That's they're, literally, that I they're literally playing for their playoff lives. And I, I know we're about to get into the second half, but I'll jump ahead anyway. Did you not They're see shit. what happened at the end of the game? Did you not see the last 10, 15 minutes, how they were wasting time because they wanted the game to end? They're like, we're about to lose this game because they yeah. need to get results in both games. They need to either draw, they need to win both, or they need to draw and win. And when they saw Miami and they're like, they're about to score again. They're about to beat us. Instead of going for the win because they're trash, what did they yeah. do? They took forever to throw the ball in. They were faking injuries. I saw that they were about to do a throw-in, and I literally, they showed the coach like this. Relax. Yeah, he was telling them to relax. Yeah, literally. Relax. Just waste time. Let's just get this point. So don't tell me that they're not trash. When they're literally playing for their playoff lives, they got outplayed for the majority of the game, and then they're not playing to win at the end. Miami was going for it. They were going, like, F it. Let's get these three points. Yeah. These three points don't matter, but let's go for them. But Charlotte's like, nah, chill. Chill. Don't beat That's us, please. Our, yeah. So, yes, I, I, I'll double down. I still think that they're trash. And I'm going to triple down on that because Charlotte is shit. Char like, yeah. watching this game, I literally thought to myself, Charlotte, you guys suck. Like, Look, I don't it, know. Who, yeah. yeah, I don't know who it is on Twitter that's always blasting at Charlotte. If it's Estebandito or uh, there's another guy. I forgot, I forgot the username. Always blasting Charlotte. And they deserve it because their team is shit. Like you said, Danny, their coach was literally begging the team to slow the fuck down. Yeah, you like, need these points more than anything, and you're gonna you're gonna be okay with walking with a tie. If I was a Charlotte fan, I'd be infuriated with this whole organization. Put it all on fire. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to jump ahead, but I, I just wanted to put that out there when he, he said he was reminding me that I had said that at one point. I still think it like for the way that they were that they were scared. Like I, that's what I take. I, they were scared. They were scared. And Miami had plenty of chances that Robbie Robinson. Uh, oh, look, I, go ahead. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Chris. Yeah. So and just just before we get into the second half, Eli's asking how I feel about that tonight. You know what I feel about that tonight? The same thing I felt last game. Do better. Okay, oh, that's all I'm saying. You ha- you finally had Gregory. Congrats. Congrats. You got Gregory back. You got a better hey, defensive Chris, midfielder. What have we been saying? We we do not lose when Jordi Alba plays. I mean, we're just putting it out. The facts are the facts. <laughs> He's the, the only fact. player on Inter-Miami squad this season. The only player on the squad for Inter-Miami this year that is undefeated. Every single player on this roster has lost the game that they've played except for Jordi Alba. That's right. He he is the MVP of the big three. <laughs> <laughs> now we're definitely going to have at least yeah. 30 people come off of the show right now. Goodbye. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So starting with the second half, guys, and you know we're just playing around. Messy, messy, messy. Okay, guys? Look, I love Messi. Yes. Come on. Well, just in case, you know, they might they might uh, send, send an army after us. So... <laughs> Starting off on the second half, I noticed there was a big fuck up by Allen, and and no Allen's our boy. We talk about him big time I know, on this but, show, but yeah, but we we gotta call him out because today was not one of his best days. I see Keith said that he should have had one tonight, but he 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 had oh, a rough game today. We're gonna get to that, but the first thing I want to mention, just starting the second half, he bit or he just he just went too deep into the offensive side. Big fuck up, exposed his side. Everyone on defense had to sort of wave over and overcompensate for that. Mm-hmm. And that's where they scored the goal on us on the cross where Calendar slipped on the block. So And it went it through was, his gloves. Yes. And so you had two problems there. You had Noah Allen that just got caught slipping. Everybody else had to overcompensate. So you can't blame any of the center backs. Can't blame Yedlin. And calendar just didn't get enough under his legs to be able to get a clean block on it because if he did that would have never seen the back of the net i agree like look he i feel like he had a an off game and regular calendar doesn't let either one of those two go in well and and uda is mentioning kamal miller had an off day he did did have some bad giveaways he did. He well. There was a couple people that had some bad yeah. giveaways in the game. I mean, Busquets had a couple. It was, but that goes back to how bad Charlotte is because we didn't play a good game and we still should have won. There's shit. There's yeah. shit. Hold on, because mm-hmm. Tony Axe is mentioning the drop off is so huge. Now, if you're talking about like between Alba and Noah Allen, like of course, Captain Obvious, another Captain Obvious comment. Like, how more obvious can you get to say? And, and Tony, you're right. And there's a completely big, a huge drop off between Jordi Alba, who's like a Hall of Fame left back in the in the in, in in our current time, versus Noah Allen, who's just starting to get kind of you know experience now. Yeah, he's a young player. You know, I mean, I don't get it. I I I don't get the hate towards Noah Allen. I think that the hate towards Noah Allen is just because Jordi Alba is there, because nobody was hating on on Joe, on uh, Noah Allen when when what's his face was playing left back. What's his Negri. what's this guy? Yeah, when when Franco Negri was playing, you know, nobody was hating on him. 
and and he is a good player. Noah Allen is is he's he's pretty good technically. He's oh, we think he's we good. think Allen's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, I think he's gonna be great. And yes, uh, Jay Stubbs, he did have his best Iguain impression this game, which we're gonna get to in just a little bit. Um, there's one more play that I wanted to get to before that Noah play, which was the dummy by Campana that opened it up for Stefanelli to almost get the goal. They tried to make a cross like uh, on top of the box over mm -hmm. to Campana, and he dummied it, basically showing Joseph how to do the dummy the right way because Joseph does that every five minutes. And that was a great play to me. But then we get over to the play where uh, Noah had the chance, and it was a huge pass given to Noah Allen. Just uh, He had the biggest opportunity of his lifetime offensively, and I think he went a little too simple with the kick. He kind of Bryce duked it. Well, yeah, he went low with it. Uh, he basically kicked it right into the, to the goalie's leg. But, right I mean, we've always said, we, we always said that Noah Allen's deficiencies are more offensively and the way this team plays, they count on their their fullbacks to, you know, to uh, contribute a lot offensively. Yeah. And in situations like that, Jordi Alba had a situation like that one-on-one -on -one against, I want to say it was the Union against uh, Andre Blake, and he nailed it at the back of the net. You know, Noah Allen's not there right now. Uh, yeah. He, so he definitely had a rough game. That was a rough chance because we should have converted that. Diego Gomez had a couple chances. Yes. Arias sailed the ball a couple times. Um, it, it just it, it was we didn't execute obviously, but I thought that we outplayed them. We had 16 total shots to their 10. Oh, we nice. had possession. We had possession 57 percent of the time. Um, yeah, I, I thought we outplayed them. Let me tell you, Carspare. I think that this is one of the best comments so far in the chat that he needs to train more with Alba in reference he will. to Noah Allen. And he, yes, he's going to. And when he does, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a better player for it. And and then on top of that, we have Aviles, who is a four, 14 years old, which I was looking at that kid after the foul that he did, and he's literally bones. And the moment he puts on, like, 20 pounds of pure muscle, it's a wrap for everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, this I, guy, I, this I, guy's going to be, gonna a, be a walking gonna be, building. He's going to be good. Uh, I mean, like, yes, we watched, oh, I, I watched them. Did you? I watched it. I don't know if you saw the highlight going around of, I mean, the two goals, yeah. But there was there was a play where he had this, one of the, a Peruvian defender on skates. I think he broke him to the floor. And then a second help defender came, and he still somehow got out of it on the touchline. Like, this guy's a magician. We're, like, we'll it's, talk it's, about. But it's just crazy, though. Like, can you believe that this guy plays for our team? Like, it, it's wild watching. Like, when I watch his highlights for Argentina, I'm like, Man, I can't believe this guy plays for us. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and I want to get to talking mess. Sat him down we, twice. Yeah. Yes, Rohan is. Yeah, you're golden right there. He did sit him down twice, and I want to talk more about Messi when we get over to the our our Messi segment. But just <laughs> sticking right. with it, I mean, we got enough Messi. We're gonna the guys. Don't worry. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some Messi tonight. All right. Um, but let's let's keep it up. You know what scared me is that when Jordi Alba, I put down Jordi Alba back fucking for real, really. I I don't understand why Jordi Alba is, why he's playing these next two games. Uh, we'll get to Messi, but I don't understand why he's playing the next game. 
I think at this point, like, it's really time to, like, play the young guys, let them get their reps in. We're playing for nothing. If Jordi Alba or Busquets or Messi get injured, like, <laughs> it's not going to be a good look. It is not going to be a good look. So I don't understand why Jordi Alba came on the field. But, you know, you got what you got from Jordi Alba, what's expected, just more poise, better, I guess, defense. Uh, better push on the offensive side. I thought Jordi Alba played a good game today. No, I, I mean, I thought he did, and, and he didn't play too long. I think it was, what, like 30-plus minutes that he played? I think he came on the 60th minute. Um, he played a pretty good game, uh, given that he came off the bench and he contributed uh, pretty well on offense. He was really pissed at Campana for not making a run towards the near post, I guess. Campana so, had a bad game. I mean, yeah, look, you know what's funny is because he had, he had a good game and a bad game all in one because he had yeah. his moments, but then he had his moments. Yeah, that made any sense. Well, no, but, but you're right. And and with Campana, it's weird because what he lacked on some on some moments, he made up in distribution, which brings mm -hmm. us to our second and last goal, which was a fucking beauty that he just floated to Robinson, and all Robinson had to do a little tippity-tap. And all he had to do was just do a little tippy-tap, and Robinson uses his legs to make a goal, which Robinson was on one today. He was really trying to get in the bag. Well, you got to give I, him credit for being in position to get yeah. to receive that that pass. But, yeah. I mean, even, even Ariel Lasseter converts that. And you know Ariel Lasseter doesn't convert anything. So well, that, and that was, it was a, a weird play by Campana. And you're right. <laughs> he was in Lasseter land. Mm -hmm. um, Keith Smith is mentioning it was a weird game for Campana. I want you guys to understand something. And I'm going to give you guys my opinion here. It was a weird game because we played against a shit team. That's why. We played against a shit team. We're playing for nothing. It was just weird all over the place. I, I agree with Dennis Lopez. Dennis Lopez said, I want to see a little more David Reese. I'm with you. Much, but that 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 midfield gets really crowded now that Mota's back, Gregory's oh, back. Yeah. You still have Arroyo. Remember, David Ruiz got his opportunity because Gregory and Mota were down. But now yeah. they're back, plus Busquets, plus yeah. uh, who am I missing? You still have uh, Kremaki when he comes back. You got Diego Gomez. Diego Gomez. I mean, our He's midfield gonna is going to be. He's yeah. going to have a tough time, which I hate because I think that this kid is really good. Uh, he has a lot of potential to be really good. He's going to he's gonna get minutes off the bench, that's for sure, especially with uh, that congested schedule we have coming up next year. But uh, he's definitely not going to see him as much. And But I'm, I'm with you, Dennis. He, he said less Mota. I, I, I want less Mota also. Uh, I don't want less Mota. So, Dennis, your uh, band, you're probably a Michael Jordan fan. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. And uh, Rohan, has Bex even been to a game in two to three months? He was actually at the game today. I don't think he's missed the game since Messi got here. Yeah. Now, if you ask, was he at games before then? I don't think so. He, this nah, year, he didn't go many games before that, no. And Jay Stubbs is asking, just a little bit off topic, if we watched the Beckham documentary. I just finished it yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that at the end of the episode. I, I wouldn't mind touching on that. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the second half. Obviously, we finished it on a pretty decent note. Because Charlotte really doesn't care about being important at all. They did not want to win. They they yeah, were scared they of losing. They were they were playing not to lose rather than to they're win. They're terrified. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're terrified. Uh, get out of here, Dennis. I'm gonna ban you. Okay, get out. 
Uh, all right. So uh, before we get on to the next topic, Chris, uh, we were talking about that messy play from uh, from uh, yesterday. So I, I found it and I wanted to bring it up here so you could take it out, take check it out just in case you hadn't. I'm gonna take off the audio though. Just okay. So check this out. And oh, so here we have Messi just putting dudes on skates. Yeah. And that was that was amazing. I mean, look at that kind of IQ to be able to see who's approaching hearing. Yeah. Like he's literally hearing it, guys. And for those of you that are listening, he's got two people behind him. He hears them. He <laughs> hears these players. He doesn't see them unless he has eyes in the back of his head. Look at that. Oh, here he goes. Boom. Bam. And he's gone. That's it. He heard them. Just yeah, man. He's that's why he's the goat. Yes. I mean, look, you can't doubt that Messi is great, guys. You can't say that we hate Messi. We love Messi. We just don't want to smell his farts. That's all. All right. That's all, so, so we found out. I think the biggest news of the day, right? Because the game we knew didn't matter. We wanted to win. If we didn't win, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. I think the biggest thing uh, news that came out today was that Messi said he's playing on Saturday. And I, the reason I think that it's the biggest news, right? Because people are like, oh, yeah, you know, he wants to stay in shape, wants to get in game shape, whatnot. The, the reason I think this is a, a big deal and the reason why I'm not happy about it is because they're playing in Charlotte. That's turf. That's yeah. turf, baby. Like, why That's are you playing? Why, why, why are we doing this? What's the point of this? Like, why? You're going to China, so you're going to play some games in a couple weeks anyway. Like, yeah. why? Like, what's the point of playing on turf right now? Like, I don't understand why they're doing this. I I don't get it either. And uh, did you just bring up a comment by any chance? No. Or I, I think I, I, think I, I was going to bring up a comment by Mike V., uh, if Farias played, uh, yeah, he was kind of dressed as a as a invisible man for sure. That <laughs> guy had a couple opportunities. So uh, I think I tried to reason myself into wondering why he's gonna play. Is it for money? I mean, Charlotte, how many stands? How many how many people can sit in the stands? Right, uh, seventy to be- eighty, seventy thousand probably seventy seventy five thousand. It's a football so stadium. It's, so, so it's yeah, so it's a big stadium. Maybe they'll have better ticket sales. You That's the game end. we wanted to go to. Remember, we said we wanted yes. to go to the last game of the season. That's right. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I would love to go to that game because I remember you told me Charlotte was a really nice city to go watch the game. Awesome. At, but, awesome. Yeah. Um. I, I don't understand the angle that they're taking. I think that is foolish for him to play. But then again, here he is in Argentina, balling out of his mind, two goals which it kind of, I don't want to say it upsets me, but it makes me feel a little whack about it because, dude, you were just out for like a bunch of games and then now you went, I mean, I get it. Yeah, you were injured, but then you go and ball out in Argentina and then now you want to go play on turf. Like, what are you trying to prove? I mean, do you want to play on turf just so that way people could say he played on turf? Well, look, he has season. Uh, all right, so uh, 89J Stubbs says that he has season tickets uh, to the Panthers and they fit 75K. Now, I will tell you, I've gone to that stadium and I, I love game days for football over there. I don't know how it is for uh, for Charlotte FC. I'm assuming it's the same thing, man. Yeah. Right there in downtown, get a bite to eat before you walk to the game. 
walk straight out of the, the stadium and walk somewhere else to eat. Like it's, it's awesome. If anybody has a chance to go out there this weekend, I highly recommend it. Charlotte's an awesome city, nice people, and the game day experience is really cool. So that's where me and Chris had talked. Like that's one of the away games we wanted to go to. Uh, yes. Didn't work out because once Messi got there, all of a sudden the tickets went kind of crazy. But that's where we wanted to go. Well, uh, that means you'll be making a lot of money, Jay Stubbs. So look forward to that, Bobby. Uh, Tony Axe is mentioning he always wants to play. Uh, Marasovic is mentioning players want to play. That's it. I mean, okay, that's very but, simple uh, to but, put it. I get it. Right. But at what point do you have to like protect your asset? Like, I, I get it. He wants to play. Eli but mentioned it. Like at what point yeah, you're like, yeah, right. but it's not a good idea to play. At, at some point you have to be able to say that, right? Like it's like everybody's saying that. Let's say hypothetically, right? Knock on wood, but let's say hypothetically, he goes down with an Achilles injury or something. Oh my god. Like how how crappy is everybody feeling right now? Like, why did he play that pointless game? Right? Because that's the reason we don't want him to play. We don't want him to get injured. So if maybe he plays, like not everybody. Not all, let's say, 28, 30 players that play on Saturday are going to get injured. Obviously, you can play and not get injured. But playing on turf increases the risk of injury. So hypothetically, let's say he goes and he plays and he gets injured. Like, what is everybody saying? Why the hell did you do that? That was stupid. What was the point of that? Like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Don't be a jinx. How about don't play Messi on turf? Yeah. I mean, and you know what? Since all of you guys are like, oh, he wants to just play. He wants to play soccer. He wants to play football. Like, so then why didn't he just hop off the plane today when he got here from Peru and just put on his cleats and play today? Nah, chill. Why didn't he do that? 24 hours. No, but he always wants to play, though, Danny. Like, he always wants to play. He always wants to play. Like, this guy wakes up with a soccer ball next time. Like, I mean, I get it. Yes, yes. he always wants to play. Neymar tour and ACL playing on grass. I get it. But there's a reason why you don't play when there's lightning out. What are the chances of lightning striking you? Almost none. But you still don't play in it for that small chance. What I'm saying, if this was to get into the playoffs, F it. Let him play. Yeah. But what, what is he playing for? There's nothing to play for on Saturday. So I, I, I think it's silly. Like again, but ho- he probably won't get injured. So hopefully, you know, if Messi gets injured, into Miami equals the New York Jets. Yes. Look, I've seen it yeah. way too many times. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I've seen injuries kill my teams when they had the big three. I've, I'm a New York Jets fan. I saw Aaron Rodgers go down first four plays with his Achilles on turf. So I understand that you can get injured on grass and on turf, but on turf, the probability is higher. So I just think it's pointless to, to risk it for no, for no reason. And, and I have a question, and it's only because I'm not familiar, right? I'm trying to familiarize myself. So PM's mentioning in the chat, imagine, imagine yeah. how Argentinians feel about it, that we need our captain A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I don't think that was a happy face, but a hundred percent. That's like an excited face or whatever. I don't think that was an excited face either. But could you imagine that that happens, and all of a sudden they got to qualify? I think they play against Brazil in November. Like, could you imagine that he goes down with this stupid injury? And, like, for us, the season just ended. So he still has, like, a couple months to maybe recuperate and come back in the beginning of the next season. But for Argentina, they got big games next month. Like, this is – I think it's just silly to put himself out there in this situation. But, um, you know. Well, my understanding is that – and Jamil is mentioning that our argument's stupid, that the, the, the decision is ultimately the coaches. But isn't Argentina fucking stacked? Like – 
I mean, I'm not saying that like you Argentina can still win without Messi or or they they will never win without Messi, but like Argentina from what I understand, like they're a fucking all-star team. And Tony actually like, said football players need to play periodically. Isn't that why they're playing twice in November? Like they play on November 5th and November 8th in China. Like he's yeah. it's not like he's taking 3 4 5 months off. He's going to play the first week of November, then he's going to play in the uh the qualifiers with Argentina against Brazil and I forgot who else. Like it, it's not like he's taking a bunch of time off. Yeah. And Harvey is mentioning also that Argentina could still win without Messi though. For sure. Into Miami can. I, be- I believe that. I mean, and I don't even know too much about the the national team for Argentina, but I from what I do know is that they got fucking nasty players. Like they're all good. Yeah, but remember when we were talking about how it, and obviously Argentina national team is on another level. But remember how we say it's weird that when Messi doesn't play, this team doesn't seem to win. But when Messi comes in as a sub, all but one game they scored and had a lead when he came onto the pitch. It's like it's a different team, even though he's not on the pitch. But they know his presence is there. He's coming in. Yeah. It's almost like like somebody just said that he's the heart of the Argentinian team. It's like you just it just feels different. The atmosphere in the stadium, everybody on the pitch, like it's just different when he's there. So uh, so I get it. Argentina's good, but you're not as good if if you have the chance to have Messi that you have him out there. But I mean, how strange is that though? Because if in any sport especially football that if one of the best players step on the field with you that's immediately going to improve almost every single player around you look at robert taylor the way all of a sudden he had all that space to go on the left side once messi showed up yeah because i mean that that shows you that that wouldn't happen with noah allen but that's not taking away from noah allen that just means that jordy alba is like so damn great you know, well, well, he dominated that left side once he came. But, but, but I'm just saying, like, when you have Messi out there, it opens up a lot more, especially out on the wings for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, so getting back to the original, you know, the the comments that we're talking about in terms of him playing this Saturday, I think it's a fatal disaster for him to play on on Saturday. I don't know what it's for. I don't understand why. I, I don't understand what they're trying to prove. I think it's a terrible decision. I think that the young guys should have been playing today and Saturday because at this point, I think that the best move for Tata is to figure out which one of these younger guys are going to mesh well with the future of the team. And you're not going to find that. You think he knows? knows I think he knows. I mean, I think he knows. What what, what do you think? What do you think his plans are? I mean, are we going to wait until the end of the season to talk about that? Should we tease it? Yeah. A little teaser. Yeah, I mean, we need something to talk about in the offseason. But, um, yeah, I think he knows. He, he, look, David Ruiz has started enough games where I think he trusts David Ruiz. Uh, same thing with Ben Krem, Noah Allen. I think all these guys are going to be subs next year. I don't think they're going to start like they did as much as they did this year. But I think they're going to come on as subs next year. And, you know, I think he knows who he wants next year. Yeah. And, and Jordi Alba doesn't get enough props, according to Rockefeller 13. And, listen... This show right here, Rockefeller, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to us and everybody else in the chat. Work that thumb out. Boom, bam, Uncle Sam. Okay? Uh, we give him enough props. Okay? He's the he's the only one in the big three that we signed that's still undefeated, by the way. Okay? Uh, let, let's see. He says he's going to play. Every game that he's coming in as a sub, he's coming around the 55th minute. 
What minute does he come in on Saturday? Oh, my goodness. It's got to be like in the 60th minute, I imagine. 55th, 50th minute. So Same as always. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Now, you think he's going to start? No, no, no. I don't think so. I would hope not. I would hope not. Man, he might. Disaster. He might. Now, the, the one benefit to Messi is that he um, doesn't run around as much, right? Like he, he, his game is, I guess, tailored to to I guess best not get injured on um, on turf. But yeah. like when you see something like this, when you see this, if that cleat gets stuck on uh, in that grass. When he's making that cut back to the left, that's an Achilles. You, people, people are like, "Oh, it's not a big deal." I'm telling you, man. Uh, it, when you start making those cuts on turf, if your if your cleat gets stuck in that turf, it's a uh, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. So T98 car spares mentioning. I think he's starting. Didn't he say that? And then Rohan uh, is saying, "No, he didn't say that." He said he's playing. He didn't say he's starting. But look, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts, I guess. Technically, I, um, I could see that. I hope he doesn't, but I could see that. Yeah, I, I could see him starting. I mean, it's got to be for, like, monetary purposes, right? Like, no. there's no reason to start him. I think that he wants the majority... to play. I, mean, I don't do like that. it. We're going to keep doing that. We're going to keep doing that. He wants to play. Like, yes, if you're an athlete, you want to play the sport that you are getting paid to play, and you want to play. I love playing sports, and I don't get paid to play sports. I love it, right? So, yeah. obviously, someone being great at their sport would want to play. But, I mean, that's such a simple argument. And and um, Jaden, the man, said he should be wearing special turf footwear, if we're being honest. Uh, yeah, everybody wears special uh, turf footwear. It's, it's not those long uh, tacos. It's, it's, like, really small uh yeah, yeah, spikes. yeah, yeah. i don't even know what to call them like i, I wear them when i play on turf also yeah they're and, grass cleats right and turf and um yeah, turf cleats yeah but that that doesn't help like i don't know if, if you are familiar with new england and they have this turf and it's it's hell for inter miami we've lost coco yeah. jean there uh who else did we lose and 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 it's really bad because you see them and it's like non-contact injuries Oh it, yeah, that's those are the worst. Like the, the way that your cleat gets stuck on turf sometimes when you're when you're moving fast, it's brutal. Like there's, there's a reason why in the NFL they're complaining about it. It's a reason why FIFA's saying if any of these big NFL stadiums want to host the World Cup in 2026, you need to go to natural gas by before we get there. Like there's a reason for these things. Like we're not just saying this out of our ass. Like there's a reason why people are talking about this, why they don't want these players for the World Cup to play on turf. Because it's, it's a disaster. But uh, but look, he might play and nothing will happen. And it'll be yeah. all for nothing. I'm just saying, I think it's pointless to take that slight chance. That's all. And and Jay Stubbs is mentioning 75,000 Messi Hattrick will be the best commercial for next season. I mean, will it? Like, I mean, do you see him scoring a hat-trick with 20, 30 minutes to play in a, in a meaningless game? Maybe he's starting. Mean, maybe. I mean, that, that'll be the great the, the, the good punctuation to end the season. Yeah, I mean, he's right about that. It could be a commercial. It could be a uh, commercial. PM that's asking, why is your federation not deeming they change it? Well, a couple of things. Uh, the turf stadiums are usually football stadiums. That's where they play in the NFL, uh, American football. Now, the thing is, I understand that soccer is worldwide, but in the United States, nothing will ever get close to American football. And 
MLS is nothing compared to American football here. So mm-hmm. as long as American football wants to keep their turf, they will keep their turf. Now, FIFA and the World Cup, now that's a different story. They're, they're forcing them to go to natural grass for that tournament, and they're probably going to do it. But as far as the MLS is concerned, they're not changing their turf. Not anytime soon. And Rohan's asking, why can't other sports play on grass? I think it's got a lot to do with the upkeep. And it, I mean, the, you, it's, you can't just get whatever kind of guy to cut the grass. Like you well, need- It's not just that. It's, a lot of these football stadiums are multi-purpose. And they do, they do a lot of events at these. So it's a lot easier to maintain turf when you're doing so many different events that's not just sports. It be concerts or whatever it may be, rather yeah. than keeping natural grass for all of those. So it's 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 financial, really, the, the biggest reason the I think that they keep it. Yeah. So that, that's probably one of the biggest reasons that they keep turf. Yeah, it's laying down the carpet. You know, you're not maintaining it. You don't have a sprinkler system under, right? That's another thing, right? You know, water bill. You got the you got to install pipes and sprinkler systems under an yes. entire stadium. You know, being there's cheapos. a lot of upkeep. Yeah, for sure. It's all it's all about the money, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Thomas, you don't know a single NFL player. I'm going to assume you don't live in the United States. Well, because I mean, just look at the first three letters of your name, Thomas. Tom Brady, the, baby. Because the thing is, like them, the thing. NFL is, in this country, it's far and away the most popular thing. And, like, I'm, like I, I, am, I am underselling how far and away it is the biggest thing in this country. Absolutely. They they, they kind of run the show here. Absolutely. Now, I I don't have any other topics to to touch up on other than the Beckham and the Messi thing. Okay. We're going to get into that just real quick. Rohan, uh, a good option would be what they did in Real Madrid. Now, what they did in Real Madrid in the the Santiago Bernabeu, I saw the videos of how they put away that car, the, the... the, the pitch, the field, whatever you want to call it. And it's it's wild, but I'm assuming that's crazy expensive. Now, Real Madrid brings in big bucks, like, oh, yeah. worldwide. So, I don't know if, if all the NFL stadiums could do something like that. Chris, if you haven't watched it, you should look it up. Look, Santiago Bernabeu, like, the new stadium, and yeah. the way they, they take care of their, their field. It's, it's really cool. Like, the field literally comes apart and, like, drops down so it can be covered. It's wild. It's wild. It's oh, really cool. Oh, that's nice. It's really cool. So you like should a check convertible it. like, sort of field. Something like that. It's really cool. And then, like, hides under. It's it's really cool. All right, Chris, and, go ahead. And T98 Carspare is mentioning they have way more power, the NFL. The NFL can do it. I think they can. I think they well, can. NFL- it's just a matter of whether they want to cut into their earnings budget or not. I mean – it's literal money talk. Well, and I, I will tell you that the NFL, like the, the, the players, you're starting to hear rumblings because they're starting to get annoyed because there's a lot of injuries happening in the NFL with Achilles yeah. injuries and things like that. And they're starting to get annoyed because we're just starting to get around that FIFA saying that they won't bring the World Cup to certain stadiums mm-hmm. if they don't change them to natural grass. And the NFL players are like, so what you're telling us is that you've had us playing on this forever. And we've been complaining about it, and you haven't wanted to do anything about it. But now the World Cup is coming, and now you're saying you're going to do it for them. So those rumblings are starting to happen also. So there might be a change coming maybe in the future. Maybe they figure something out. But um, for the time being, it's staying. 
the bargaining agreement will commence soon. So, mm. all right. So, uh, the David Beckham documentary, what did you think, Chris? So, as far as TV talk with the David Beckham documentary, I thought it was very fascinating to be able to see his perspective, especially within the like the in depth perspective of Beckham and what he had to deal with. And I mean, I always knew that England really cared about their soccer. Europe cares about their soccer, but like they fucking care. Like they are fucking wild. And when I saw that, I was like, oof, this is this is rough. And I thought that everybody in England knew soccer. And then when I heard that the Spice Girls, a couple of them didn't even know what the teams were like, what are you no, doing? They, they knew they just didn't like it. Like uh Posh Spice didn't like it. Yeah, but like, what are you doing? I feel like everybody is born with like a crest on their body of whatever team that they're close to. I don't know. I that's thought it why soccer is so popular over there. I think that's why popular thrives so much in like England and in Spain and stuff because yeah. you're born into a club wherever you're born. But yeah. like here, like if you're born, let's say hypothetically here in Miami, you're born in Miami. Like there's like so many options. Like you could be yes. born in to Miami, but you could also like the Miami Heat. You could like the Miami Dolphins. You could like the Panthers, the Canes. Like yeah. there's so many options, but like soccer runs the town over there, oh, and so deep. you're you're so it runs deep, right? So I think that that's the advantage that other parts of the world have is that soccer runs the show everywhere. And here, I mean, NFL obviously runs the show, but like you're very divided. You could be more of a basketball fan, baseball fan, so on and so forth. Uh, the documentary, the, huh? Yeah, and well, okay, go ahead. Tell me what you think. I, you know, what I enjoyed about the documentary, I thought it was very well done, and I enjoyed that they really like um, dove into not just his professional career, but a bit of his marriage. And I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but I did appreciate the fact that they kind of shared the story about what was going on with the marriage, what she thought about things. She's like, damn, man, I don't want to leave again. I'm pregnant. You're about to go hang out with Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce while I'm here about to get to give birth. Like, I thought it was very interesting to see that aspect of his career, really, because it happened during his career. Um, and I, I thought it was really well done. Um, you know, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It would have gotten a lot more attention if it would have dropped during the pandemic, like the, the Jordan one, the last or thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, look at how many people watched freaking Tiger King, right? Exactly. And Carol That's Baskins. Why. Right. But, like, could you imagine? Everybody would be talking about the David Beckham documentary. Like, I feel like I haven't heard about it as much outside of the soccer world. But if it would have dropped during the pandemic, everybody would have been talking about it. Well, and I feel like at the end of the whole documentary, I just love how they plugged in the messy inner Miami thing. Like, hey, now that you're done here, go ahead and watch the messy the messy leagues cup documentary, which I mean, is that on Netflix? Cause I haven't watched that by the way. Apple TV. Okay. So that's on Apple. Okay. Uh, Mike V said he went to Queens park Rangers game in London and it's the second division and it was F impact. Well, like I said, I, I think that it's, it's, it's awesome. I, 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 you know, I always think that the U S open cup is crap and I've always said it like Orlando fans, like, like, oh, we have to, we won it. We, I don't care. I, I, I don't I don't appreciate that cup. But I think the FA Cup is different in England because I think it's really cool that England has like a billion teams and they're like this small. Like so like you could be playing against a third division team, but like literally yeah. it's like your neighbor, like literally your neighbor. 
So I yeah. think that the FA Cup is really cool um, because of that. The Open Cup, man, like we're playing against like Sacramento FC. Like who the hell cares about Sacramento FC? But I, that, that's why I appreciate England and their fandom because they're kind of just born into that. And J-Stubbs just throwing out an allegedly bomb. <laughs> right? Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly, uh, yeah, J-Stubbs uh, is reporting that Beckham was smashing J-Lo while his wife mm, was in labor. I mean, that is brutal. Mm, oh, we're going off on the deep end now. Yeah, and Mike and Mike V, you're absolutely correct. Carol Baskins did, did kill her husband, okay? Allegedly. Uh, no, no, that's a fact. She did kill her husband. All right, fact. and then uh, before yeah. we sign off, I just want to talk about this last thing. Uh Marasovic said Messi doc on Apple is just a commercial. I agree. I thought that was going to be better. I th- the Beckham documentary was much better than the Messi Apple TV doc. Is the it Messi- really? Cause yeah. I- you, you, uh, well, I don't know if, if you ever did. I haven't watched it. But back uh, not that long ago, like 10, 15 years ago, whenever a team would win a championship, they would drop a, a DVD, a championship yes, DVD. Yes. And it would yes. be like an hour long. And it would just go over like the season as a whole. Yeah. I think that that's what that documentary basically was. It was literally him signing with Inter Miami to like beating Nashville and winning the Leeds Cup. And I think they're gonna keep dropping episodes. Like the next one is yes. about like his first game or whatever against in the in the regular season against the Red Bulls maybe. But what I watched so far was basically just that. It was like just a recap of the Leeds Cup. Like it shows like a little thing for David Rees. Like Remaki, like it's not a messy documentary. Like it's just an Inter Miami in that magical month of League's Cup, which was okay. I it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed reliving it. Honestly, I'm gonna be very honest. I think that that was the best single month of sports in my life. Like I yeah. really enjoyed it. Like every three games, every three days, like an em- elimination game. Yeah, they kept winning. Like I, I really, and they want to, they want it all at the mm-hmm. end. So for me personally, I enjoyed reliving that through the documentary, but um, I wouldn't say that it was as good as the David Beckham one. Nah, at all. Not even well, close. I, I have a question then because it, on this documentary that you watched for Messi and the league's cup, do you feel like maybe you learned anything differently from the documentary or was it legitimately like a commercial? Uh, I don't know if it was a commercial, but it was like a recap of the League's Cup. That's what I saw it as. It was, it was a recap of the League's Cup. It was no, no, no. It was a recap of the League's Cup, and then like it was like a Michelle Kaufman documentary because Michelle Kaufman shows up like six times every episode. Like I was like, "Where's Franco at?" So, yeah, no, no, Franco's not there. It's a Michelle Kaufman no, documentary. It was so. Well, then, shout out to no, her. No, She's a yeah, OG no, 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 no shots at her. But yeah. I was like, man, why didn't they like? Get Franco on there. You got Ian there. You got Alex. Like they didn't like they didn't waste their time with anybody else. Like yeah. A- according to Apple, Michelle Kaufman is the only OG commentator or, or sorry reporter that was working yeah. with Inter Miami before Messi. So I, I really do think that they should have shouted out a couple other reporters because uh, again, Michelle Kaufman does a great job. She's the one that dropped the whole. At least she's the one that I first saw reported the Messi thing on Saturday. But man. Yeah. At least give Franco some love. Give uh, Ian some love. Give uh, uh, Xavier. Xavier, give Xavier yeah. some love. Give somebody else some love. Um, but, you know, maybe more episodes. We'll see. They probably just did like we had to pick the person that's been involved the longest in the sport. 
And Michelle Coffins, she's been in the game for quite some time, you know, not just covering Inner Miami, but covering this, you know, the sport of football here in, in South Florida. So I think it that might have been the, the decision. And uh, Tank, uh, you're a little late to the party, my friend. And you're not yeah. fashionably late. You're like really late. Yes, the first <laughs> half was awful. Yeah. And you showing up at this time, you get a yellow card. Okay. So you're going to have to rewind that. Go ahead, Danny. Click that on the uh, uh, When does the MLS season start? It usually starts at the end of February. Now, I really, like, I, don't, I haven't heard anything. I'm assuming when the season ends, they're, uh, they're going to redo things. Because I really hope that they fix this schedule to spread it out a bit, especially yeah. with all the competitions we're going to be in, because the end of the season was brutal. Like, it was Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah. Like, they got to figure it. Like, it's almost you're being punished for doing well in competitions because we did well in the least cup. All of a sudden they added another game to the end of the season. Like, I don't know. I, I, I it's a, it usually starts at the end of February. Uh, a couple of years ago, it used to start at the beginning of March. So yes. And for everybody saying, yes, Michelle is definitely an OG. I know she was with the fusion. She was, we actually saw her at the Miami fusion uh, reunion uh, a couple of yeah. weeks ago. So for sure. Uh, and I want to mention something that Tank just said. Uh, he said that he stayed at the stadium taking selfies. That's another yellow card, red card. You're out of here. Okay. But, him think this. but this is where he gets a yellow card taken back, where he said that most players I spoke to don't know if they'll be back. So, guys, breaking news. According to Tank, <laughs> a.k.a. Bruno, allegedly half the squad is gone. Oh, brother. Don't, don't okay. listen to Chris. All right. Well, at this point, we're going to start gas bagging. So, it's just uh, breaking news. I don't know. I don't know. That's, no, that that's was not breaking just, news. We did not listen, break any news. Everybody in the chat just saw it. You guys watching just saw it. And because we gave you breaking news straight from the source's mouth, Tank72, guys, you got you to gotta put a like on that. Come on. We probably have like five likes right now. Come on. Do better. <laughs> be better. Don't be that. Uh, uh, what do you all discuss on the podcast during the off season? Well, we'll find I, out. Look, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm trying to get Chris into some European soccer, but, you know, we'll see how I'm that trying. goes. Uh, you know, well, look, when, when the season starts up again, it's a perfect time because we got Real Madrid against Barcelona, El Clasico. We have uh, the Derby, Manchester United against Manchester City. Since you're a front runner, you want to be a Manchester City fan. So there's plenty of good soccer. So maybe it's a good time to get them into European soccer. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. And then there's all – I mean, Keith, I don't know – what, what, what sports teams you like, but we got a couple other battered uh, fans podcast going. We got a heat one starting tomorrow. Actually, we got Marlins, Dolphins, we got a bunch of stuff. So, well, Keith, keep tuned. Keith, my question to you is, would you be willing to jump on and hang out with us to talk about football overseas with myself, a guy that doesn't know too much about football? I'm literally learning this on the fly. As long as you're willing to do that, buddy, let's fucking rock and roll. You let me know, and we'll be here. Yeah, look, we can get some other people on. We know a lot of people that are really into the EPL, so if we can get some people on and we can talk some some Premier League. Yes. Uh, but whatever. Like I said, let's stop gas bagging. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch, and we're going to talk again after, at the uh, post-game Saturday. So, so we'll, let's uh, just we'll touch on this again Saturday. Let's just preview the game on, against Charlotte on Saturday. So what do you think? They fucking I suck, right? Shit. <laughs> Look, I, I, I feel for them because they should have gone for the win when Messi was out. Because if Messi's playing, 
they're probably not winning. So I think that they just shot themselves in the foot. And what they should do is take a clip of that video of uh, where the coach is telling him to slow down and basically just play for the draw and play that back for him when they fire him because that is a fireball of offense. Playing for the draw when you need to win, especially when you know yeah. Messi's coming on Saturday. So if they lose or they don't – well, they have to win. So if they don't win on Saturday – that coach, that clip right there, that's enough to get you fired, in my opinion. I, I agree. That guy needs to be fired and never hired in MLS ever again. You need to go coach the Miami Fusion. Farias was a ghost today again. I don't know what happened, man. He was playing so good and then kind of just fell off. Hopefully, he gets back going after the offseason. All right. Uh, predictions for the starting lineup. Uh, all right. So, let's do that real quick and then we'll... we'll um, Ugh. Prediction for starting lineup, just show the quick. picture. D Dennis, yes, uh, we're starting about our Heat fans uh, pod tomorrow. I don't know if Chris is going to join us or not. Chris is a bitch about talking basketball. He says he loves it. Sure, the I'll join you guys. I'll join you guys. Uh, but like um, I am a Brooklyn Nets fan, so screw you, Dennis. All right, uh, so predictions for Saturdays. Lineup. Uh, predictions for – I mean, there's no way Messi starts. There's no, no way. You think there's no way, really? I don't think so. I think we're going to essentially see the same starting lineup. God forbid, please do not start Gregory. We're playing on turf. I don't want to see Gregory get injured again. Put like Ruiz or put like I am with you. I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see uh uh Gregory out there. He just came back from that injury. Yeah. Don't don't put him out there on turf. Put Mot yeah. out there. Uh, well, what we might see is, I mean, Taylor's going to come back, right? So Taylor will come back in the fold. So Stefanelli might take a back seat. Mm -hmm. You got Gregory that might take a back seat. And hopefully, you know, I don't know, we might see uh, Dixon Arroyo, right? Dixon Arroyo might play. Um, other than that, I think it's going to be the same starting lineup. Just remove Gregory and Stefanelli and include Taylor and, uh, Arroyo? and Arroyo. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, well, I, I, I can see Kramaki starting over Gomez. I could see that too because Gomez needs to he needs to learn how to pass a little better. But His I defensive prowess is good, but Jordi Alba didn't play in the Atlanta game, which was on turf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he'll play this Saturday. I mean, if Messi's playing, I mean Jordi Alba has no excuse. Yeah. So, um, but um, we'll see. Uh, Mota looks sharp. Yeah, Mota always looks sharp when he doesn't have to play defense. <laughs> It's true. We don't have him to play. Hey, we haven't played a six. No. Right, look. He's gonna I'm, he's I'm, gonna get a banger if he plays this Saturday. Yeah, we'll see. Look, it's it's fun playing uh on turf because everybody runs faster, the ball rolls faster. It's it's different, definitely. Yeah. But everybody also gets injured quicker. So hopefully, look, knock on wood. To me, it's a win if everybody gets out of there healthy. That's all I want. I don't care that if we win, win or lose on the scoreboard. Get out of there healthy, and it's a dub for me. And let's put a bow on the season, and then we'll we'll have an off season. Hopefully, you guys stick around. We have some fun on here. We'll figure out if we're gonna come on once or twice every week. Uh, you know, we want to keep talking uh, football, but um, you know, annoying to Miami. We'll see if we talk some other leagues, or just for fun, just 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 have fun. So we'll see. We're winning four two. These guys in Charlotte suck big time. I think we don't respect win them. If Messi starts, I think we went two to one. If he finishes the game, two to one. Yeah. 
What are you? (laughs) That's insane, dude. Why? Two to one, and and that's with Messi off the bench or starting? Starting. That's starting? Mm -hmm. I I think we're going to dick kick them four to two. (laughs) Book it, guys. Put the whole house on it. Just so you guys know, Chris is a guest on a Charlotte podcast tomorrow. I'm wondering if he's going to talk like this when he's on a Charlotte podcast tomorrow. We're going to send out the link so you guys can join in. I, I believe they record live also. The Charlotte Charlotte Soccer Show, I want to say, is just the name of it. So yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see how I, if you uh, if that's the prediction you give, you're gonna tell them that you're gonna dick kick them. We're gonna dick kick you guys. You guys <laughs> suck. That's what I'm gonna tell them. Dive in. Maybe All I'll right. maybe I'll come up with a better, a more, a more fair prediction. Charlotte Soccer Show. There we go. That's what that's what it's called. Chris is yeah. gonna be a guest on there tomorrow. All right. All right. Um. So, any final words, Chris? No, man, I'm ready for this game on Saturday. Let's finish the season strong. We finished the season strong here at home, so now it's time to finish the season strong in Charlotte. Everybody's predicting an Inter-Miami win. I mean, I guess it would be nice to to, to end the season on a win. So I guess that would be nice. We'll see. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to join us all the way to the end. Please leave us five stars, review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. And as always, everybody that joined in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, And uh, look, Mike V said seven to two. Everybody else is saying a dub. I guess everybody's feeling good tonight. So we'll see. We'll see you guys again on Saturday uh, post game. So until the next one. Have a good one.